This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome back to another solo episode of mine on the channel. I'm really looking forward to today's conversation because it's going to be one of those super transparent ones. Not that those are far and few between on here, but I'm really looking forward to talking about money because I've had a really interesting experience with it this year and my business and I've had a lot of realizations and yeah I can just feel all the thoughts are starting to like percolate and drop into my mind and how I want to talk about this so if you've been tuning in to the last let's say 20 episodes I think a really big one just to kind of get a foundation into this conversation is episode number 255 where I talked about how it took me over three years to have a five-figure month and when I recorded that I got quite a bit of feedback like positive feedback from people like really appreciating my transparency of how long it took me to hit these coveted milestones that are you know highly sought after in the online business coaching industry and so this year's been really transformational for me because I have made some really big quantum leaps and it's really interesting because one of the things I said in that episode was that things don't make sense until they make sense and once things make sense then you know that you've made it and when I say made it I mean you have like completed the energetic experience of what it is that you were meant to learn and have imprinted and just embody from that experience so This is what I've really been learning this year. And in January and February, I was living off of my savings. I literally drained like $20,000 in savings to go full into my business. I'm giving you like a small recap here in case you just found this episode and now you're like tuning in. And in February, I literally made like income wise like $1,600. Okay. And then we get into March and it's funny because in March I was getting really stressed out because we're entering tax season and here I am with no money to pay for taxes. And I'm like, that's cool, Kayla. Here you are taking big risks and just trusting that it's all going to work out. And I had an opportunity come up in March where I joined Eden Carpenter's team and I'm still doing my own stuff in my own business. And so it's just there became multiple opportunities for income streams. And so things started to shift for me in March. And then in April, I had a just over five-figure month. And then in May, I made like 15 grand. And then in June, I made like seven. So here we are. I'm experiencing uh, validity, if that's even a word, volatileness, whatever, volatile income in my business. And it's funny because... I was really looking at myself in June and I was like, Kayla, like what? Like I was looking and I was judging myself, but then I couldn't even judge myself. I was like, I didn't feel this sense of, you know, scarcity. Like it was crazy because what happened in May was that I paid off like $11,000 of debt. I was debt free 
for like two seconds and then I literally paid my taxes in full which is like over 10 grand so it was just it was just very it was just the extremes and like this is it's so funny because this is my purpose like and I don't even mean like in life like I mean I guess in life but I literally mean my purpose sphere my unconscious earth in my incarnation cross is the gate of extremes and so it's funny because I find a rhythm in the extremes and this is this has been the thing that I've really embraced in June where I'm like okay you are like living the extremes right now like how did you do this like why are you doing this why is this happening are you doing something wrong because you know there's a lot of stuff that I've seen in the online space where it's like you in theory have a successful business once your income increases month after month after month after month And I feel like this is the selling point because it's still coming from this place of scarcity of like, okay, if I keep making more and more every month, then I'm safe, right? But then I really thought about it. And I know, not even, I was going to say, I believe and I think it's not even that. It's like, I fucking know to the cells of my body that it took me over three years to have a five-figure month because I put on a pedestal that a five-figure month meant that I was successful. A five-figure month meant that I could live the lifestyle that I want to live. A five-figure month meant that I'd be debt-free. It meant that I would have credibility as a coach, as somebody who can help other entrepreneurs. It meant a lot of shit. And the funny thing is that the three years, this is the part where I tie in how things make sense once they make sense. The three years up until this point, I sat in uncertainty and and like suffocated in it like it was my job, okay? I sat in, you know, this this forcing energy, this putting myself out there, this investing all the money, taking all the action, doing all the fucking things, doing all the things right, checking off the checklist so that I could have a five-figure month and then suddenly feel this sense of relief. So here I am looking at how it comes in April and then in May and then it goes down in June. And I'm looking at this and I'm like waiting to internally freak out over it and be like, okay, I'm doing something wrong. But, you know, and I don't know if I've shared this in previous episodes recently where there's a version of myself that it's like an ego death. Like I've had an ego death in the last, let's say, eight months where I, this version of Kayla, this scarcity, this this drive, this like I need money. Like I think I literally exhausted myself to the point to realize that I went to the extremes. I literally went to the extremes. Like in January, I was openly talking about how I had quit my nine to five in September and I was looking for a job in January because I went all in and it didn't work. I was literally like, I recorded podcast episodes. I shared on my Insta stories. Like I was being so fucking transparent and I was being so, I was being so proud because I was like, no one is talking about this. Like I felt so privileged in the fact that I had to go and get a job because I was struggling financially in my own business. I was like, no one talks about this. No one talks about going all in and then not working out and then having to get a job and I'm gonna go and fucking do this and it's gonna be fine. And then it was like, just kidding. I didn't actually need to go and get a nine to five because I completely stayed in the realm that I wanted to stay in with my business. So I allowed myself to go to the extreme. And I want to point out that there's a lot of privilege in this. 
I'm not, I'm not going to sit here on a little throne and say, just throw yourselves into the depths of the oceans with the sharks and you're going to be fine. Like that is not, I think that's foolish for me to, to sit here and say that. I think it, it could actually be very manipulating of me to say that, you know, it's like, oh, come work with me. I know what it's, I know what it's like. Yes, I can hold, this is the gift. Okay. This is a gift of having like valid, validity. I really hope this is a word because I'm just going to keep saying it. I'm able to hold this depth for clients and really have compassion from a place of realness, you know? And I think that it's why I'm saying that this is such a privilege that I got to go to that extreme is that not everyone can do that. You know, not everyone has the has a supportive partner or an environment where they can push themselves that hard and know that, you know, they're not going to die or end up like on the street. You know what I mean? And so I think that I, I really want to paint this picture that this is my story and that's not how everyone should be doing it and it's not how everyone will experience it. But I think I feel like I didn't see enough people sharing to this level of extreme of like having so much validity and fluidity in their business, right? Rather than it just being this upward trajectory the whole time. And so I'm looking at myself this month in June and I'm like, okay, so you're looking for this version of yourself that's about to freak out and and think like, oh my God, it's not working. Like you're not doing this on your own. You have multiple income streams. Like the money that's coming in doesn't count because, you know, it's coming from someone else's business. Like there's just, there's just, I'm looking for this version of myself, like waiting for her to show up and like self-sabotage me. And it just wasn't coming. I just felt peace. And peace is the city of my unconscious earth. So it's really interesting, actually, as I record this and I'm sharing and I'm seeing these energetic frequencies come up, my unconscious earth and my, un sorry, my conscious earth, and my unconscious earth, six conscious, 15 unconscious is like grounding me in having the capacity to allow such fluidity in my business without making it mean anything. And so what I'm realizing is that this, these extremes, like this validity is actually giving me the ability to be resilient and, and trust myself and trust the process and not think that I'm only safe when things are consistent. Because if you think about it, there is an unspoken belief that when things are consistent, they are safe. I'm not saying that that's a lie, but what I'm saying is that the real, the real thing here that I'm saying, and I think this is literally the fucking secret for anyone to be successful in business. And when I say successful, I literally mean that subjectively. If you can find groundedness and inconsistency and validity, no matter what that looks like in your business, whether that's money, whether that's growth, whether that's, you know, collaborating or networking with people, whether that's opportunities that come your way. If you can find a sense of peace and groundedness in this, that is the key to sustainability, right? And I think that these, these peaks and valleys, like if you literally look at the earth, there are peaks and valleys, and that is part of the roundedness of the earth, like figuratively and literally. There are parts where we've got flat fucking prairies. There's parts where we've got like Mount Everest and the highest mountains. There's parts where we've got like depths of the ocean that we've never even seen before. And it's all part of the picture. It's all here. And there's a time and a place and a chapter for all of it. 
There's different seasons, literally and figuratively. And I think that this isn't being celebrated enough or should I say normalized enough, right? And last year I was so... I was so relieved when I had women in my life who have hit multiple six figures, some of them seven figures, and they openly discussed that they had dropped in income because they were actually more interested in sustainability and what they were doing of just constantly chasing higher numbers wasn't wasn't sustainable in the long run. So then there's this groundedness, this kind of drop into okay, well, how can I find stability in this? Like, what are my energetic minimums and maximums that are not constantly just reaching for the stars? And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with reaching to the stars, but what I'm saying is that why does that have to be the thing to fucking do, you know? So coming back to this, this constant conversation I've been having with myself for the entire month of June of like, okay, you know, you've like, you've, I've slowed down. I'm not you know, pumping out as much. I don't feel like launching. Like I could even say I'm literally in a generator's plateau right now, but I have enough awareness. My core wound, my unconscious Mars is 34, which is in human design, the gate of force. Actually, I don't think, I don't know if it's called the gate of force, but I know the shadow is force. Okay. And that has literally been the story of my life until the last three years, like forcing things like force is like my middle name. Okay. And that's not sustainable. Again, always coming back to sustainability. And isn't it funny how this is the other thing too. Oh, I'm so happy I remembered this. My core wound slash, you'll see this showing up as vocation in your pearl sequence of the gene keys. That is the start of the the pearl sequence. And the pearl sequence is all about prosperity. So last year in the fall, I started to dive into the pearl sequence. It was actually the first sequence that I really got into when in theory they say you go through the genius sequence and then you go through the Venus into the pearl. But I got, I got into the pearl sequence because I was really seeking financial stability and abundance. And it was ironically through the pearl sequence that I realized that prosperity is not just about money. So when I look at June and I look at, okay, you made less money. Sure, I did take less action, but honestly, at this point in my life, like I just don't, I've, I have deconditioned myself of the world of like more action equals more money. Like I'm just, this is done, this is done. And I'll talk more about that in a minute, if I remember. Anyways, back to the pearl sequence. So in June, I, I did quote less things and there was just less opportunities that came up it was very quiet I obviously made less money and then like I said I paid off like a massive amount of taxes and I was back in debt again and I was like okay but but what I noticed was that the prosperity came from I exercised the most in June that I have in months like I was going to the gym I was playing touch rugby I had incredible weekends of quality time with my boyfriend I made some really good meals like I spent time with friends like prosperity was everything aside from money and I was like so interesting this is sustainable this balance this ebb and flow how can I find security and like going and spending money while not necessarily making as much like what does this look like like why does this feel so different and I think it's the really big question to ask yourself is ultimately like what is prosperity to you is it just about money? Is it beyond money? Like, could you, could I say, like, I could say that June was an incredibly prosperous month because of X, Y, and Z, and I made less money, like significantly less money, right? And so I just find this really interesting to contemplate, and I, I wish more people were, were sharing in this lens rather than just being focused on numbers, 
there's nothing wrong with numbers, but I'm really like, I think being a 6'2 and being on the roof, I'm just like seeing this from the fucking top of a building and I'm like, okay, I can see this, this, and this. Also, I have power view. So I can see the unworkability and I have feelings cognition. So the other thing for me is that I feel that something is going to happen in July. Something really big is going to happen in July. And there is a really big launch happening with Eden and the team. So that's obvious to me. But this happened in the fall where I had a feeling. I was like, Kayla, something's happening in March. March 2022, something is happening. And that is like literally one of the biggest breakthrough months I've had in so long. And it's like everything changed for me in that month. So my feelings cognition really plays into this. Like this is like your super sense. If you don't know what this is, like look look up the tone and the color of your top left-hand arrow and that will give you a bit more information about what I'm talking about specifically. So these have been really interesting things that I've been contemplating. And the other thing that I wanted to talk about too and this ties into privilege is the idea of stress. And it's funny because stress is the shadow of my culture sphere. My culture sphere is it's in the pearl sequence again, and it's uh, gene key 52. So the shadow is stress, the gift is restraint, and the highest expression is stillness. And so this has been another one. Your shadow of your culture sphere blocks prosperity, Okay. So when I look at when I'm stressed out, I am blocking prosperity and not just money. It's literally like physical, mental, emotional well-being, spiritual connection, connection with people in my life. Like there's just energetic prosperity is blocked because I'm stressed. Okay. So I've really been contemplating stress because I was talking with my boyfriend yesterday and we were driving and, you know, I'm it's it's really interesting because he I think because I have such a defined G center like I really am like this magnetic monopole in our relationship where he is definitely more influenced by his environment and he's like oh what if we moved here what if we did this and you know he's talking about wanting to to buy a house and it's like okay this is my vision for a house like I literally am saying this like I want a house in the ocean and I want us to build our dream home like this is you say this and people are like okay what are you gonna have like millions of dollars to do that and I'm like eventually yes it will happen but I just I just don't know the how and I'm not attached to it but this is what I want and so we're talking about this and then we're talking and I'm sharing with him I'm like I'm not going to and this is one thing that's really big for me too is like this whole narrative around should okay for example I'm 32 years old I've been in a relationship with my boyfriend for 10 years this December coming up and it's like okay you should be engaged you should have all this money saved you should have bought a house you should be having kids you should be having a wedding like these are like the societal expectations meanwhile I feel like we're marinating in our life and just taking our time that's what I say so if anyone ever gives you a hard time like oh why aren't you doing this yet just tell them that you're fucking marinating in your life. And everyone knows when you marinate something and then you cook it, it tastes better anyways. So there's your little like comeback that you can say to people because I find that to be annoying. And I'm sure everyone listening to this can relate at some point. So anyways, I'm sharing with him and I'm like, you know what? I don't want to do these things because we should. And I said, honestly, I also just look at the stress of it. Like people get so stressed out that they're going to put a couple hundred thousand dollars down to buy like a multi-million dollar home and then they're stressed about having kids and this and that. And I'm like looking and I'm like stress is like put on a pedestal. 
you know, put on a pedestal, like we use this as motivation, you know, and then, and then it's glorified. It's like, oh my God, I'm so stressed. I'm doing all these things. I'm working so hard. And then it's like, oh my God, that person's so stressed out. Like they've earned the things that they have. Like there's this, there's kind of like sick, twisted narrative. And I was like, what if you can just do these things and have these things and not have it be stressful? Like what if, right? And, and always an and the reason why I say this ties into privilege is because I'm not going to sit here and say this and pretend that stress isn't real because that's ridiculous, but I want to bring awareness to the moments where there's things that we can control and decide whether or not stress is going to run over us, okay? And and so this is just something to contemplate. I'm not here to say like, just live a stress-free and carefree life and it's all good because I want to continue to validate the people who do experience a lot of stress and who have maybe not figured out their way of managing stress yet, okay? Again, always coming back to humanity. This is like the freaking, what is it? The gift of my sixth line. Not my sixth line. My sixth in my unconscious earth. That sixth gate. Humanity. Oh no, sorry. Never mind. It's the 36th getting those two mixed up. My conscious son is 36. The gift is humanity. I'm always going to come back to that humanity. And so anyways, I wanted to bring this to light because this also ties into money. So it's like, there's, there's a narrative in the world that we have to keep working to make money. And then we see people in the online space who have passive income offers or who like get paid more so they work less and then suddenly it's not about time for money and then there's less stress and it's like that gets glorified as well. Like it's just a really interesting thing to contemplate. But when I look at stress and I look at money and it's like, okay, this is this is like from you know society a potentially toxic motivational factor to keep working like this could really be something that's like a crutch in the corporate space of like oh no you need to pay your bills and raise your family like you need money like therefore like the stress is going to keep you going the thing is though is that there is a time and place for stress because there's you stress which is a good stress which is the stress of like me going to the gym as much as possible in the month of june right that's a good stress for your body but then, you know, or if you're a competitive athlete and you go play a game or you're competing, like that's, that's stressful, right? And so, or like somebody giving birth, right? That is like the most physically stressful thing you could ever do. And the child is also experiencing stress too, right? Just to give some examples to have like my open ajna, just simultaneously holding multiple perspectives where I'm sure that I contradicted myself like 10 times. But if you can handle my contradictions, then I'm sure you're going to get your little golden nuggets that you need to hear today. So the point is this just to like tie this whole thing in with a bow, looking at the ups and downs of my income, looking at the ups and downs of my business in the last three and a half years, looking at my relationship to stress and just looking at being transparent and normalizing all of this is the gift of having a volatile income. This this like I'm so grateful that I'm not someone who scaled quickly and like I said there's always an end there's nothing wrong if anyone is scaled quickly I'm just sharing my story and my experience because I find that people who maybe don't feel as confident 
because maybe they've had a similar journey to me they don't they don't feel called yet to share and so it's like i'm just i just have that transparency my open throat is like yes i'm gonna say all the things and be transparent as fuck about it so i just want to normalize that if you're someone who has experienced a lot of up and downs with your money with stress with your business why not make it normal why do or does it have to look a certain way what does that mean if it looks a certain way does that mean you're successful does that mean you're consistent does that mean you have your shit figured out like what 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 does it mean right and so i really do just want to come back to the truth that we can shift our perspective and we can choose the narratives that we want to engage in while also acknowledging that there's privileged in so much of everything that I just said. That's how how you, how I can be inclusive to me sharing my story, not just pretending that like you can just be stress-free or have volatile income. Like sometimes, you know, you have responsibilities, you have a family, you have a partner, you have bills to pay that you can't just go up and down like I'm talking about, right? So And again, even that in itself, I don't have children yet. I don't have a mortgage yet. So yes, I can have that validity. But I just wanted to normalize the conversation and just kind of give a space to contemplate it and have you really witness and look at like, what is my relationship to stress? What do I make it mean when things go up and down? What do I make it mean when no one's booked a session with me or I haven't sold anything or this this launch was really quiet? Like, what what am I making that mean, Right. And I think that one of the other things that I was going to talk about that I wasn't going to initially talk about is I had a really beautiful conversation with a client around the aspect of confidence and how, you know, obviously I share things confidently and I think that confidence is something that can be associated with vulnerability, like the level of confidence that someone has will be on par with the level of vulnerability they're willing to experience. Because for example, me being confident to share these things and being transparent as fuck is like, I'm willing to be vulnerable and I'm willing to be judged and questioned. And so when people like, let's say you're listening to this, you're like, okay, I'm just really not confident to like share my story and like be open and real, but I want to be, but part of me doesn't. When we say we're not confident, it's a self-sabotaging tactic to prevent ourselves from being vulnerable and being exposed because we don't trust that we can handle the judgment or the criticism or the disagreement that will come our way. And so I do want to paint the picture that when it comes to experiencing these things in life and in business, and it does take confidence to be able to handle validity and to be able to share your story, that confidence can be a choice. And when you notice yourself feeling like, why am I not confident in this situation? Asking yourself, am I willing to be vulnerable? And it doesn't mean you may not, you may be avoiding being vulnerable with yourself, right? So it's like, am I willing to be vulnerable with myself? I'm not saying that you have to start a podcast channel and start sharing about your numbers. Like that's, that's totally not for everyone. Like I'm down to do it because that's just, I've been podcasting for like three and a half years. So the point is, this is another thing I want to invite you to contemplate is the concept of confidence and noticing in those spaces, those pockets in your life, because there are pockets where you can be confident, not confident, right? If this is a pocket in your life, this business with money, communication, relationships, whatever it is, 
where you feel like you're lacking confidence, like really looking at, okay, how can I be vulnerable? Like how, what's the depth I'm willing to go to hold myself? Because then ultimately that's going to give you the access to the confidence for you to show up. And I think that's what happened for me that like just, just tie into like the chaos that I've experienced of like the ups and downs and the extremes of me really embodying that like 15th freaking gene key. So it's in my purpose and I forgot to say that it's in my pearl. So the extremes are like my key to cr- prosperity. How hilarious is that? Anyways, coming back to that and really looking at the depth that we're willing to hold ourselves is how deep we can hold others and is how deep we can hold space for the other things in our life, like money, like growing our business, connecting with the right people, creating opportunities, setting boundaries. So it's just, this episode is kind of a mashup of like the things that have been spinning in my head. And I just felt called to just record, like hit record, talk about it. I want to talk about money. I want to talk about validity. I want to talk about the gift of having extremes in life, normalizing the journeys, looking at how you can reestablish your confidence if you feel like it's lacking in an area of your life so that you can be vulnerable so that you can receive more because if you think about any time that you've been vulnerable in your life there's always been an opportunity for connection when there's connection abundance is available whether that's with another person whether that's an opportunity being presented to you right so these are my trains of thought today These are all the things that didn't make sense that now make sense that I continue to share because I feel like it's a unique perspective and I want to inspire people to like look at their own entrepreneurial journey and be like, okay, mine looks different. Mine looks the same. Mine looks like this and just trust it. And if you are experiencing a lot of ups and downs, Like, so what? Like, what are you making that mean? I could seriously sit here and be like, I'm a failure because I literally just like cut my income in half from like last month. But I don't. I trust and I go with it. I don't force things because that's my core wound and I'm like here to have strength, which is the gift. And that culture sphere, that highest expression of stillness, to be still. June for me was to be still. And I know that this is leading into unlocking prosperity, right? And within my pearl, with the 15, right? And that 15, the shadow is dullness. I could easily have said, oh my God, June was such a dull month. And then we come up into the highest expression, which is fluorescence. And I think, I think the gift is magnetism. I might be forgetting, but fluorescence, that's like, what is that, right? So Things to contemplate, your culture sphere, your core wound, your conscious sun and earth, unconscious earth and unconscious or conscious earth, like those kind of played a role in this conversation today. So I hope that this gives you clarity. I hope that this also gives you the permission slip to reevaluate like what it means to be confident in your journey. And I would love to hear on social media. If you listen to this, share it in your stories, tag me at Kayla G. Or if you want to send me an email and just share your insights, like, I'm a generator. I'm going to (laughs) respond. I love it when people send me things and I get to respond to it and just be excited. So if you haven't subscribed to the channel yet, please make sure that you do because obviously there's going to be so many goodies coming up. And in the show notes, there's actually an opt-in if you want to download it. And that'll get you onto my email list where I just continue to send valuable content, opportunities to work with me and so on weekly. And of course, if you can please leave a review 
for this channel and maybe just quick five stars on Spotify and Apple. This will continue to get this content out into the world to support more people. So thank you so much for listening and I'll chat with you in the next episode.